The Carmen and Yurko podcast is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Check out the ESPN Chicago Games, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka at ESPNChicagoGames.com. Watch us compete against each other. Share memories and laughs, all for charity. Tito's Handmade Vodka celebrates 25 years. Cheers to you, Chicago. Today and it's time to cross talk with Carmen and Peggy live from Texas. Hello, howdy. What's up? Howdy, howdy, howdy. 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 <laughs> wow, are there a lot of Bears fans How y'all doing? Dude, down there? You guys, you we might as well be in Oak Brook Terrace at the Twin Peaks. That's awesome. Well, listen, I mean, it's like you guys no know that as soon as the schedule was announced, this was the game that everyone this wanted to go to. This is the one. Of this all is the, the road trips on the schedule, yeah. Of all the, the road, road trips to do, game. yeah. Yes, yes. It is. First of all, there's a lot of transplants down here anyway. I mean, we already talked to some people that are just from the area that live here now, and so they came by. And uh, you're right, Adam. I mean, this is the slate of road trips probably wasn't great, and this was an easy one to circle. Late October, yeah. You know, weather's nice. It's it's pouring rain today, but it's going to stop for the rest of the weekend, and it's warm. And you know, it's uh, it's an easy trip down here. The stadium's incredible. It's Bears Cowboys like. This is the trip. You're right. I mean, I'm not kidding. This place is completely overrun. With I, Bears I was fans. listening to some awesome. local radio, and they were complaining that Bears fans take over every time the Bears are in yeah. town, mm-hmm. yeah. and that it bothers them how loud the stadium gets on, on when the Bears have the ball. Right? I said this is like Nashville all over again during yeah. the Blackhawks, and yes. the Bears <laughs> were there during the Blackhawks run. Oh, it's great. Just I, think if blue we, and orange. Wow. Like, just think if the Bears ever really get good. Oh, like, gosh, right? just think, like, Carmen. Just think. <laughs> just like, think. Just think of the way this fan base and the way we, like, the oh things we do to support this franchise that has been to the playoffs, what, six times in the last 20 years? Like, think about if, honestly, you guys, like, if, if they were ever something along the lines of Green Bay or New England, or, or I mean, not even to those extremes, I guess, but just, like, what if Justin Fields was great and this team for the next five or six years is, like, a legit contender? What if... Over the next 20 years, the Bears move into this new stadium and, like, they flip the script and they go to the playoffs every year, almost every year, and they're totally Carmen, legit. wake up. Wake I know. Up. Like, think about what wake we up, do to support dreaming. this team. Like, think if they were actually good. Oh, and, yeah, no doubt. We still it, bend over backwards for the, this franchise. You know, it, it's funny. We, we live in a city where we really have some sleeping giants when it comes to sports fandom, right? Like, we just saw the list last week that the Bulls are – are like fourth and, and third when it comes to merch and, and sales when it comes to NBA yeah. stuff. And the Bears are always in the conversation. They've been bad for most of my lifetime, right? Like, like yes. that's what's crazy is we have exactly, a Chris. sleeping giant that if they became a, a playoff team, you know, every other year or every year, this would be a totally, uh, it would be a huge thing that it would take over the National Football League. I mean, seriously, and because you see the way, it, like, these fans turn out everywhere you go. I mean, I was uh, in Tampa last year for the road game, and again, it's the same thing. Everywhere I've ever been, and you hear it from people in different cities and different fan bases, and it's incredible the kind of support that this fan base gives this franchise. 
Um, we saw Bear fans at the airport last night. I have two buddies. My buddies, Len and George, just came in this morning. They said, they said there were 70 Bears. Some Bears fan club. Grew. I mean, the, the, the whole plane was orange. You know? That's awesome. Like, that's, that's one plane. I mean, the, um, the amount of support is truly incredible. You and just couldn't see it on the plane because you upgraded and you were so far in the front. I, I, oh, no. Nice. I was in row 24. You couldn't nice. see anyone in the back. I was in row 24 in the back. I've seen, we were, guys, I've seen Lost. Always front half of the plane. <laughs> no, really? Front half is better? Always front half. We you, were in the back. Remember the back half of the plane? Those were the weirdos that got captured yeah. by the others. I feel like the back half is probably the worst. You might be right. We didn't have much of a choice, but it was an easy flight last we night. We upgraded and we were still in the 20s. Yes. Wow. Really? But it was all right. We upgraded. Yes. With the upgrade, we were still in the 20s. It's amazing. It's a full flight. Everybody's coming down to Dallas for the weekend, Carmen guys. was all excited. He's like, yeah, we upgraded. I'm like, upgrade. you upgraded? I put my name on the upgrade list, and I'm like third waiting. What? And I get on the plane, and I see them sit down three rows in front of me. We thought Peggy was in first class. I turned to Danny Lynch. I'm like, did we walk by Peggy? Is she in first class? She's four rows behind Have us. you Trust visited me, any of the uh, barbecue places that we talked about yet? Well, we haven't because, you know, we got here late last night, um, got up this morning and we just did some work and whatnot. And so haven't had a chance yet. I'm, I plan tomorrow we're going to go find a, a barbecue place. I'm, I'm thinking Pecan Lodge might be the one we settled on. But we'll see. we got a couple of great um, recommendations. There's that other one that starts with an H. I wrote them all down by the stadium we might hit up. But we'll find some barbecue tomorrow and watch some football. There's always uh, Six Flags. I don't know. What do they call this one? Greater Dallas? What is this one? I don't know. Six Flags of Dallas? Yeah, The way it's storming right now, there is no way. But it's going to stop. Six Over Flags really? Over Texas is Over what Texas. it's called. Thank, oh, Jake's from uh, our yeah. Jake Cantu, who works with us now, went to school up mm-hmm. in Chicago, so he stayed. He's a DePaul kid. But he's from Texas. Met his mom and dad at the airport last night. Uh, Six Flags Over Texas. Yeah, my no bad. disrespecting here. Now. All right, it's a no, good looking. Right. It's a good looking park, by the way. We, there's a lot of impressive roller coasters, as you'd imagine. So, so is Jake so like, going to lay out like where you guys need to go and and what you need to do while you're there? Jake's like the golf pro that, or like the PGA Tour guy that you get lucky enough to play with every <laughs> once in a while. He's like, if you want a tip, I'll give it to you, but I'm not gonna, exactly. you know, I'm, I'm not gonna say this is what you got to do. I'm not coordinating the weekend. No, nope. nice. he's like, if you guys have a question, fire away, and I'll, I'll help you because he grew up down here, and so if we, if we need some recommendations, Jake's here for us. But uh, yeah, we got a lot to do tomorrow and Sunday. You know, we get a lot of downtime after work today, so I'm sure we'll hit up some barbecue at some point. I definitely want to. I love coming down to Texas and getting good barbecue. I'll give I, Texas credit for that. And to go back to what you guys are saying, imagine if the Bears were good. Like, oh. I don't, I don't want to jump to any conclusions just yet, but the guys that, besides Valus Jones, the guys that Poles has brought in have been playing really well. Like, this defense is a top-12 defense in DVOA. The young guys are playing really good. I, I retweeted something from Zach Pearson today about the, uh, the progression that Kyler Gordon has made through his first three games and now the rest of the games he's played. And he's only allowing, like, six receptions in the last, like, three games. Like, he's playing really – all these, guys, these young guys have been playing really well. And the recipe, we've been talking about it for the past – few weeks now is the Eagles like be the Eagles win a yes. few games this year go 500 yeah. next year make the playoffs and then then after you add all this talent and you have some time to build around fields and everything then you like I think the blueprint is there and I think they're starting to build these guys that have that polls have brought in I, I'll I'll take it the Eagles comp is a good one the one I don't know if I can totally get on board with but I fingers crossed and Abdallah this might have been another article you sent me this week I can't remember where I read it but a, a few GMs around the league were saying that it looks like what the Bears are trying to do, and they might even be on the right path to doing, is what Buffalo did. When 
McDermott and uh, why am I blanking on the GM's name um, in Buffalo? I can't remember. But when that crew got Brandon there. Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean, thank you. Uh, when Bean and McDermott got there, like what they did to completely tear apart what was a god-awful roster. God-awful. And everybody from when they took over is gone in Buffalo. And look at how they flipped it. Now, you got to hit on the quarterback. Right. It doesn't happen without Josh Allen being great. If, Josh, if Justin Fields isn't great, it's not going to happen. But if you can hit on the quarterback, and it looks like they're trying to do the same thing where Ryan Poles got here, looked at this roster, and said, this is garbage. And that's what this roster was. It was old, and it was garbage. Yep. And they're going about the process of completely tearing it down. They're one of the youngest teams in the league. They've got you know 15 rookies on the whatever it is on the roster, 14 rookies on the roster. You're stockpiling draft capital by trading away your veterans. There might even be another veteran or two moved before next week. So I think whether it's Adam, whether it's the Eagles or the Bills, like I think that's the vision. Can they pull it off? I don't know. I, I sure hope so. But I think that's Ryan Poles' plan. It's why Khalil Mack was traded. It's why Robert Quinn is traded. It's why they've gone young. you got to hit on the quarterback, but that's the idea. Their roster was dog you-know-what. We mm. all know it. And, and Ryan Poles knew it five minutes into the job. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, him having the $124 million next year, while there might not be a number one wide receiver available, like the best guy's Nelson Aguilar, you can draft your wide receivers and pay yes. for the lines, right? Yes. Pay for yep. your offensive yes. linemen, pay for your defensive linemen. You might have to, I mean, maybe they pay Roquan. Maybe you, they, if not, you're going to have to pay for another linebacker. But you're going to have to draft your wide receivers. There's not like a number one guy out there, but that's fine. Go draft a couple uh, fast guys early in the, the first round, in the first round, second round. Use your fourth round pick on other positions, but you can spend that money and start building. Spend it wisely, obviously, and start building this team for the future and have a quick turnaround. It's not that they just have a lot of cap space or the most in the NFL. What is crazy is that the team with the second most cap space, the Bears have double yeah, that double. amount. Yeah. Yeah. They have double that, the next team. Yeah. The number two team, Atlanta, has $63 million in cap space. The Bears have $125 million. They have double. Remarkable. It's See? nuts, but I think I think Adam's right. Like You could go out and get a, a left tackle. You could get a right tackle. You could really uh, solidify your offensive line for your quarterback. And then you know, you're not going to go spend a, a ton on Nelson Aguilar, who's probably to be, going to be the, the number one wide receiver on the market. But then you draft a wide receiver. Hopefully yeah, Jones absolutely. turns into something. You sure up the line. You go get a pass rusher. You know, do you want Ngakwe? You could go out and get him to be a pass. Like, there are a lot of options where you can spend the cash. But it is crazy that they have doubled up the second, not the last team in the NFL, the second team in cap space. And, and the only guys on the roster now that they would re-sign that could actually take a good chunk Really, Jalen Johnson is one that you know. I mean, yeah. he's the one that talks. He and Roquan talk about money all yeah. the time. They talk about the guys that are getting paid, if you want to get paid in this league. So you know that Jalen is going to want something. And what is he, entering the last year of his rookie contract next uh, year? Yeah, right. Yeah. So he'll be, looking, he'll be looking to re-sign. Otherwise, it's Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet is the other guys whose contracts will be you know, up at the end of next year. Yeah. You're not breaking that, the bank No, either. you're yeah. not going to break the bank I'm not paying Komet right now. Well, it's Komet Roquan. Can, it's Roquan. Komet can go at this point. I would, yeah. I would pay Roquan Smith. And with that much cap space, I don't think it's a problem if he wants over 100 mil. Mm, that's interesting. Like, that's 
Where's the like the cutoff? I guess, Chris. And I, I don't know why in my mind I feel like there has to be, but for some reason I do. Well, what, like, about, I don't know that. What did you say yesterday? You didn't want to go to one twenty, and I said, well, if you you sell on like one ten, yeah, my, split that between five years, I'd be okay with that. I was somewhere around twenty to twenty two three million a year for five years. So he you, wanted twenty five. Yeah, that's not gonna. I'm not giving him yeah. twenty five million for five years. He wanted to be million. yes. No, yes. I give him a hundred million. I mean, can't you just give him but, more guaranteed money than and settle there? Yeah, but Adam, look at like it, by the time that contract would expire, it mm-hmm. would be a deal for the Bears. Yeah, oh, absolutely, it would be yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so, but I, that's, I mean, look now that they have more money because obviously they got rid of, of Robert Quinn. I'd be fine going up that high, I guess. If it keeps him around, I think he's a solid player. I think, I think he did he's a very good wait, player. Aren't they paying? Aren't they paying the rest of Quinn's Yeah, but the, the, the next money year. for next year. Oh, not next not, year. For next yeah. year. Okay. Yeah, okay. Up. yeah. Next year That's, they freed up all, and even the Eagles are making him a free agent at the end of next year. They cut up the last two years of his deal, so he's going to be right. a free agent. Quinn is for rent, they're renting him. Yeah, we, we had a they, caller they're, suggest they're, earlier uh, on the show that like, why not the Bears go back out and, and sign Quinn again in the off season? Get younger. No, you get, get younger. younger. Yeah, I think you got to get younger. I think there's better ways to spend your money on pass rushers with all the money that they are going to have. He's going to find new life yeah. in Philly. He's going to get a sack in his first appearance with the Eagles. Of course he will. I mean, of it's just how will. it happens. Yeah. It's exactly how it happens. He'll get new life, but he's 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 not a part of the future. No, they, they I don't need think to he is stick either. Young. They need to stick young. Look, it's you got to be smart about how you draft and who you sign. I mean, that's a big part of the, the like that's a huge part of this. But I do like we. I think we all agree. I mean, I think the plan is good and right. You know, uh, Pace's plan never seemed to be make much sense. I don't know if anybody ever really knew what Pace's plan was anyway. And it was, you know, throwing it was throwing a lot of money at sort of average players or players that they sort of fell in love with or players that they thought were really good that weren't. And the roster got old quick and it got expensive quick and it was bad. And so you're resetting this. Well, Carl, what exactly I exactly what they're doing. What I don't want to see is like just because Brisker has a good like this is what Pace did, right? If Pace was still here and he drafted Jaquan Brisker, Brisker has a great year this year Three and next year. year. Here's a pile Here's, of Here's a bunch yeah. of money. Yeah. Like, no, they're rookies. Right. Keep them for cheap until you yeah. have to pay well, we them. Signed them early and like, we got a lot that's why in. that's why you were stuck with I'm Tariq Cohen. Go and that's why you're stuck with I mean now Eddie Jackson's playing I mean, really, really like, well. Tariq Cohen, that's all you need to know that this team he was went awful. out and thought that they should pay Tariq. He ran backwards Cohen. more than they ran forwards. Uh, I mean it was like terrible. What, what kind of what like what general manager in the NFL would look at Tariq Cohen and say we're gonna Here's a gadget player. Let's let's give him a lump. There's always there's always the general managers who think that they have to reward guys in-house for the benefit of the locker room. And the Bears do not have to do that right now. They Mm -hmm. absolutely do not. They're not in that position. It's not like they're going to, what are they going to lose all these run players and they're all going to walk away (laughs) and say, oh, we're so upset, they wouldn't reward me. The the one guy I would extend is, I'd extend Jalen Johnson before next year. If he only has a year left on his deal, I'd extend him before next year. You know who else I like, though? I think Nick Morrow is playing well. I think he is, too. Mm -hmm. I think think he's like, is he on the, he's on the two-year contract, right? Yeah. He got a two-year deal? Uh, I think so. I think he got a two-year deal. I have to double-check that. But otherwise, from a lot of those one- and two-year contracts that they, eh, you know what? They're just trying to get through the season so that yeah. they can see what they got in the young guys. You know, yeah. don't worry. They don't have to reward anyone yet. No, Morrow's an unrestricted free agent. Oh, he yeah. is a He's an unrestricted free agent next year, yeah. One-year deal. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I thought he got a two-year. No, okay. it's 27. One-year, yeah. three million. But with him and Roquan, I don't know. 
I think those were tears. Roquan was like, oh, man, you know, the, this could really happen. You know what he was upset about? Well, was he when, upset that he's not going to get paid? Yes, yeah, I think, yes. I think, those I think the that's tears. what he saw. I, me too. I thought he, so you got I, you, you I thought he was wiping away the tears with, with $100 bills, thinking, well, now there's oh. more money. What are you yeah, talking now about? Now I can get paid. <laughs> now there's some I don't cash. Know. No. I'm thinking no. the opposite. I'm thinking he's yep. like, man, this team's not going to pay me either. Yep. I might get traded before He'll get next paid Tuesday. somewhere, though. Well, yes. He will, of course. And that he won't will. happen for a year from now because they can franchise tag him. And he can they have can. fun in Jacksonville. That's That was a good question that we had with Waddle and Sylvie during Crosshook a couple days ago. Like, what would you do? Are you okay if you just sort of kick the can down the road another year? Like, Sylvie laid out three options. Trade him before the deadline. Sign him to a big, massive deal that he wants. Or kick the can down the road a year and pay him on the franchise tag. Because well, it's just around $18 million, right? Right. The- now, he's, he's probably going to hold out. He's well, will he? He didn't state. hold out this year. Well, he'll hold out for camp and stuff. Okay, that's, all that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, yeah. But he's yeah, also in, he's set the precedent yeah. that... I'll play. So if he's gonna miss, I, I, if he's just gonna miss training camp, then why not? Yeah. And to, so like, and to be I, fair, I, when you look at his play, right? Like we were talking in the first couple of weeks, like, oh, Roquan is not getting it done. And then what? In the last month, once he's back right. into shape, he's yeah. been flying all over the field. He's been fantastic. But I Chris, might just I would choose say that option and kick the can in franchise. The only thing that I but. would say is that uh, Roquan is a primetime player. He knows mm-hmm. when everyone's yeah. watching him. He is not a first-half player. Last week, Monday night, was the first time yeah. you actually saw him show up in the first half. He's not a first-half player. Second half, he, he just piles on all of the tackles in the second <laughs> half. And that was last week was the first time. <laughs> so, you guys, wait, can you put the Twitch chat on uh, real quick? We should do, Jake, can we turn it on? Because we just had a couple of uh, ladies we're watching in. you guys. Oh, you guys, uh, yeah. you guys watching, watching us? Yeah, we're watching. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am a yeah. Cowboys fan. Original yes. Chicago's Cowboy fan club. And they all, they all, they're, cry, they're trying to crash our party. Yeah. like uh, <laughs> Get out of there. I mean, We've got a room for you in the they back. They live in Wrigleyville? We've got seats seat saved for you in the back. They live in Way Rig- in the back. They live in Wrigleyville, and they're down here with cowboy stuff on because they're cowboy fans in Chicago. Do you like... This is tragic. Don't you... You know, everyone from Chicago likes outdoor patio seating. We've got some for you today. Yeah, oh, we do. Yeah, Go sit outside. You guys, it's going to be like the Sharks and the Jets in here in a little bit. we got right. Cowboys and Bears fans. Carl, we're going to go we're, at it. We're being told that we need to break, but quickly, right. run down. What, okay. What's the uh, schedule for the weekend for you guys? All right, so we're here. Uh, we are at the... There are, first of all, there are 31 Twin Peaks locations in the greater California area. <laughs> yeah. 31. Uh, they they do it big here in Texas, yeah. right, guys? This is the headquarters. We're here with White Claw. We're drinking White Claw. We're at Twin Peaks. We're going to be at this Irving, Texas location. We are at uh, 1500 Marketplace Boulevard until 2.30. We'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. Peggy and I will be here until 2.30. And then if you're staying through Sunday, um, if you've got a late flight or if even if you've got a, a flight home first thing Monday, Peggy and Yurko will do the postgame show live at the Grand Prairie location after the game on Sunday. A lot of people want to see the good kid with Peg, so you can go see the postgame live and in person at the Grand Prairie Twin Peaks location on Sunday. He will be here. He's golfing two more days. He's got golf in Vegas today, one more tomorrow, and then he's meeting us tomorrow. You might have to hold him up, Peggy. I'm not going to lie. You might might have have to. Like he, he, might, might, he might need an extra He's going to be exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. You know how easy that's going to be, though? It's like, just give me the tea. And then we'll be in the stands uh, at Jerry World at AT&T on Sunday for Bears and Cowboys. So uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. And there really are a crap ton of Bear fans here. It's awesome to see. That's yeah. awesome. You guys have fun yeah, out have there. Fun. Eat a right, barbecue. Grow to, Thanks, go to Six guys. Flags right. if you can. 
If not See you Monday, eat. guys. Later. Right. Peggy next. Carmen and Yurko. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64 on Twitter. On ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Week 8 has the Bears visiting the Cowboys, and we're down in Dallas, and there are Bear fans everywhere. Let's hear it, Bears fans. Come on. There's more Bear fans in here than Cowboy fans for sure. Although, can you believe it? A group from back home is trying to crash our party. That's Cowboy fans from, from Wrigleyville. What kind of a world are we living in? My God. That was fun. They, 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 they signs. Got, they got a sign. Yeah, they're trying to crash our party. This place is all Bears fans. I see Justin Fields jerseys. I see a Khalil Mack. I think I counted at least five JD sweatshirts and or T-shirts. That's awesome. Thank Thank you, everybody. See a lot of JD stuff and uh, just Bear fans everywhere, and they'll be all over here in Dallas this week. So it's Carmen and Yurk. Peggy's in for Yurk today. Yurk's going to be down here for the weekend a little bit later. He will do post game with Peggy. They do it every week after the game, but they're going to do it live here at the Grand Prairie Twin Peaks location. We are at the Irving, Texas location a lot of transplants a lot of people making the trip down here coming out to have lunch with us we're uh, gonna drink some white claws have some lunch i almost have a didn't time. make it yeah they, well first of all <laughs> I, I feel like i'm a jinx every time i come to dallas i bring bad weather i was here oh my gosh. the super bowl week of what was that 2011 there's the original yeah. Cow- original chicago's cowboys fan club boo um i was here the i think it was 2010 was or maybe 2011 whenever it was we were here the week of the Super Bowl. It was the Steelers-Packers Super Bowl, uh, the one Aaron Rodgers won. Yes, he does have one, unfortunately. And that was the ice storm. And Dallas is not used to getting snow and ice. And, and certainly when they do, it's usually gone within a day or two. They don't have, ice, they don't have salt. Um, right. So they, they, they were literally, this, this metropolitan area was crippled because the storm came in and they had sub-freezing temperatures for the entire week. And they're just not prepared for it. And it was a nightmare. I mean, you couldn't get anywhere. Um, and then I was here a couple of years ago over Memorial Day. We took the kids here just to get, I think it was, tw- I think it was last year. It was 2021. You know, and like we're sort of coming out of COVID. And like, yeah, we hadn't been anywhere. And we came with the kids and stayed at the Gaylord for the weekend, which is a great place to stay. And it's Memorial Day weekend. It's usually like 85. And it was in the 50s yeah. when I was here. And now today... I, it hasn't stopped raining since it's a flood wa- there's five, a flood this, watch. five this morning. There yeah. is a flood watch. It is coming down in buckets. Yeah. And when I got in my Uber at 1045, what time did I get here? 1135? 1130? Yeah. yeah it, but, took, it took 50 minutes. Wow. And we're not that far. Five we're, miles away. Yeah. We're like, mi- there were accidents everywhere. I said, Rodolfo, please. Rodolfo. Rodolfo. Just get me there alive. Whatever you uh, but, do. But, but I don't need to be on time. <laughs> yeah, right. If I'm like yeah, five minutes late, it's yeah, okay. Like, it's okay. Try to get me there alive. You do not have to. And then, so we're driving into the storm, and it's just dark, and the, it was windy, and it was just like crashing on the windshield. You could not see anything. Oh, and then we turn off the highway, get on another highway to get over here to Twin Peaks, and uh, we just hydroplane. Oof. We just hydroplaned our way here. Uh, oh, gosh. Were you, like, a little freaky in the back? Were you, oh, yeah? oh. I, so Danny Zetterman knows that um, I made it clear to him I am not a bad weather person. No. I am not someone that, no. I. So, like, you're saying, if it, well, come on, Peggy. It's There's a blizzard, but you got to get on the road gotta, and get yeah, downtown. You're like, no. I'd be like, no. uh, 
that's not happening. Technology now lets us do it, though. You could do it from the house, right? Did I you, you tell setup, Danny? I have a yeah. setup in yeah, my no, house. One house. day he'll let me do that. Yeah, come on, Danny. You know, but I was we like, sure, I'll go to Dallas. Sure, how fun will that oh, be? Oh, my God. The weather's gorgeous. My uh, my husband went to school at TCU. My son goes to, to UT Austin. I was like, sure. I would love to go to Dallas. And then I wake up to this. Now it's it's going to rain all day. But the good news is, if you are coming, if you're getting ready to go to the airport, you're back home, you're coming down for the weekend, the rest of the weekend does look very nice. And Sunday looks actually gorgeous. Sunday, which is unfortunate because I the know. Bears play well I, in I, crappy weather. Right, yeah. This yeah. team does, anyways. This team maybe does. A little bit of, like, rain is okay yeah. if, at the start of the game, as long as it the re- The rest of the weekend looks good. Today's going to be pretty much a washout. And yet, like, it hasn't stopped raining since about 5 o'clock. Uh, this morning. But hey, maybe I'm the jinx, but it is what it is. We'll get nice weather this weekend. We're here for Bears and Cowboys. We want to uh, preview the game, talk about it. I got a lot to talk about uh, with Peggy as the Bears are, you know, look, they're they're pretty healthy, not completely healthy. Well, there are a couple of interesting things that have popped up on the Cowboys injury report we yes. want to discuss coming up. But um, we're going to start next with, you know, th- this Bears O-line against a what is a ferocious Cowboys pass rush. Micah Parsons did pop up on the injury report yesterday. What does that mean? Is it significant? Should we be thinking that he might not play? And how are the Bears going to roll out another offensive line combination in just their eighth game? This is going to be the fifth different combo in just eight games for the Bears. We want to talk about all that when we come back. 312-332-3776. If you've got a thought on Bears-Cowboys, if you've got a thought on some of the things we were talking about during Crosstalk with Bleck and Abdallah, the plan going forward. Is Ryan Poles attacking this the right way? And should there be more action if there are desirable pieces on this team and other teams are calling before next week's trade deadline on Tuesday? 312-332-3776. We're with White Claw. We're down here at Twin Peaks in Irving, Texas for Bears and Cowboys. We'll be right back. You miss some Carmen and Yurko? You don't have to miss anything. Podcasts are ready on the ESPN Chicago app. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Do da dippity. You can go with this or you can go with that. We're live in Dallas, actually just a little bit northwest of downtown Dallas. We're in Irving, Texas with White Claw at Twin Peaks. And we are doing the show live for Bears and Cowboys. And then Peggy and Yurko will be doing the post game live at the Grand Prairie Twin Peaks location. This place is packed. We've got a great lunch crowd. And it's like 80% Bears fans, as we've discussed. And uh, it just warms the cockles of my heart, Peggy. I, I love to see it. I honestly did not expect there to be this many people. See? can't. I'm telling you, Bears fans, man. Last year in Tampa, I've been on the road. Let's see, I'm trying to think of how many times I've been on the road. I mean, it's not a ton. It's probably... I've uh, been to Toronto to see them when they played the Bills one year. We've been to Tampa. We've been to New England. Uh, I've been to Dallas a couple of times to see the Bears. Every I might be forgetting one, too. Every Everywhere you go, man, I'm telling you, they turn out. You see it. You see it at Typically, all the hotels. You, when I would cover the team over, like, the last 25 years, you could tell which one were the fan trips just by the airport. Yeah. When you got to the airport, yep. you got to the gate, and you saw all the fans, and then on the plane, you could hear everyone. And but I didn't, I didn't get that feeling. I was like, ah, I don't know how. Maybe it's because be- we came last night. But pick a warm weather city uh, late in the year. This is perfect, and I think a lot of Bears fans that always like to go on the road circled this one. Um, all right, Larry Borum has missed practice yeah. this week because he is in concussion protocol. Yep. What happens here, Peg? It, do they try Leatherwood? Uh, do they no. go to Riley Reef? I think so. Um, first of all, 
uh, Schofield can play almost any position. So, so do they can, bump him out there, and then you're replacing left Riley Reef is a tackle, so you can move him, let him take over at at right tackle, uh, let Schofield stay inside. Uh, Jatiri Carter Jatiri is Carter, the yep. rookie, but he's a guard. Um, yeah, I think I don't think Leatherwood's ready. Okay. Uh, otherwise, they would have actually already activated him, and they have not activated him. He's still on that uh, 21 days after having mono. Okay. Um, what's interesting is they did activate Dieter Iceland. Mm, I love that name. Isn't it Dieter? Dieter Iceland. Dieter Iceland. He is uh, South African mm. from Stellenbosch. Yes, so he's an Afrikaner. Stellenbosch. Uh, Stellenbosch. And he starred at Yale. Wow. Uh, Smart kid. Yep. Guard and center. Okay. Uh, he's been in the league for wow. three years. So wow. the Bears signed him after the 20 draft. And he's been on their practice squad. He, I, I believe he was activated two games last year in which he did play. Okay. And I think in 2020 he might have played in one game. He was activated. Oh, boy. You're getting desperate, though. I'm telling you, going, that it you know. is. Yes, it is. It is desperate. So um, it's scary because this pass rush. Well, oh, Lord almighty. Now, I mean, honestly. Um, let's note real quick that for uh, for whatever reason, and I guess they're calling it, uh, or at least there's some speculation, it's a shoulder injury. All of a sudden, Micah Parsons did pop up on Dallas's injury report yesterday. Something to obviously follow and track. Um, he is, he's already a superstar. I mean, I think uh, everybody knows it. Everybody can see it. He's Defensive out there. player of the year, contender. Oh, for sure. He's, he's I mean, in the he's middle. Like, he's at the top of the conversation. Like, he's like a legit yeah. superstar, and he can completely wreck a game if you're not careful. Yeah. I think the anticipation is he's going to play. Zeke's not going to play. Um, uh, the, the much bigger well, injury for them would be Micah Parsons not playing, but I think the expectation is that he will play. Zeke's not going to play. From everything that we've heard, but then yesterday Mike McCarthy says uh, he did get some work in, and if he continues at the rate he did yesterday, mm. and if he does practice, it's only a, a walkthrough on Saturday. Right. If he does Saturday, then he will have a chance to play. They've got their bye after this. Something tells me Zeke's going to miss. Right, and it's the Bears. They're not yeah. looking at it saying, oh, you know. Tony Pollard's a- probably the better running back anyway at this point. Zeke, as Mellers made the point, Zeke is one of the elite pass-blocking um, yeah. running backs in the league. He's great in, in pass pro, and that matters. That does help. But uh, the more explosive player at this point is Tony Pollard. I, I don't know that it's much of a drop-off for them. The Parsons thing would be significant, but, again, it seems like the expectation is that he's going to play. Um, since coming into the league, his 20 sacks are fifth most in the NFL. He's second since the start of last year, Peg, in quarterback hits and TFLs. This defense in general, 29 sacks already, on pace for 70. Yeah. Only three teams in NFL history have 70 sacks in a season. I get it. This is going to be a 17-game season. But uh, even in a 16-game season, they're on pace for what would be the most sacks any team's had in the league since the 2000 Saints. That's how ferocious this pass rush is. The, the pass rush, I just I want to add one more thing really quickly about uh, the, the Cowboys running backs. Um, it's the yards after the catch for both well, Zeke yeah. and Pollard. Both of them, uh, I want to say they're sixth in the league, um, and I think Dallas is one of the top yards after the catch uh, teams, and it's their running backs. So that is so explosive. That is, they cannot, the Bears cannot afford to have a poor tackling game like they did early in the season. And we've seen them do that, but it seems like they've cleaned it up the last couple of games. It does seem like that. Now, going to the pass rush, oh gosh, I, I saw some numbers. 
I had to look it up because I thought, is this? You is thought it this? was wrong? I thought it was wrong. Don't you love that? You're like, wait, that can't be right. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> Micah Parsons. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's pretty shocking when you look at this stat. So, um, Cowboys have 154 quarterback pressures this season. Wow. 154. That's over two times as many as the Bears do. The wow. Bears have 75 pressures. And now you have to take away Robert Quinn's 14. Yeah. So they basically who, have 64 pressures. Who, who do you, we, who, who's second in the league? Do you even know? I could look. We could probably look it up. Uh, in pressures? Second. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how, how close is the second place team? Because a buck 54 seems like a lot. I can look it up. We can look it up. I yeah. wonder who's second. All right, anyway. Let me look it up on, on Pro Football Focus. Yeah. Um, and DeMar- Demarcus Lawrence has 25, which is, I, I mean. It's a lot. 36. Micah Parsons has 36 through seven games. I mean, the two of them, think about it. It's like. I, I, I mean, that's, it's that's a, lot. a lot. That's why we say they can wreck games. If you're not careful here, yes. I mean, they really can. So they have to be able to. Justin Fields has to be able to identify yeah, where him. Parsons is at all times. Got to. They have to. So you know it's going to just be a lot of the quick handoffs. They, they have to just – his clock is going to have to speed up very quickly. Yeah. But that offensive line, like I don't think you're going to see him dropping back to pass much. I really well, don't. It, but it, that's why you can't afford, if you're the Bears, to get – Behind, and we say that a lot, and it's like a pretty because obvious then you thing. I get it, but like you in in a game like this where and you don't you don't trust your offensive line that much yeah. anyway, you could be in a world of hurt if you're forced to become predictable and drop back yep. and pass a lot. Yeah, if they just don't have right now. Justin's probably not quite good enough. Their O line's not good enough, no. and they don't have the weapons to be able to go out and win a game like that someday. Maybe. Some teams can handle it. The Bears are obviously not a team that's going to be able to handle falling behind and becoming no. predictable and letting Micah Parsons and, and Lawrence pin their ears back and just rush the passer. It, it's going to get ugly if that's the case. So this is going to, we're going to see a lot of Velas Jones out of the backfield, hoping that he can pick up some yards on those quick screens. Are we going to see a lot of Velas Jones? I Guys on the field so. for like 18% of the snaps. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, well, because he's, he's a rookie and he's still learning. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yes, I do think we're going to see him in that kind of featured role. Um, I do think we're going to see a lot more of David Montgomery as well. Um, Khalil Herbert, yes. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be one of those old-fashioned games. You know, Dak Prescott is is not he's he was very conservative in his return last. I week. agree, and he looked shaky early. I yes. agree. So I think both teams are going to play to their strengths to start and see what they can actually take advantage of. Um, whether or not Justin Fields has improved to the point of being able to recognize what he's seeing right. and making the, the, the right decisions is going to be so key. I agree. No indecision in a game like this. No, Not with this pass rush. You, you can't, can't. And you can tell when he is. Yeah, absolutely. You can see it. You see when, when his can't. he starts getting a little happy feet. and, it, and You he, can see when he wants to pull the trigger and then he doesn't. It's yes. like you cannot do that in this game. He you has can't. to trust his receivers. Even if it leads to a turnover, you almost have to accept it because he's not leading his receivers into their routes. Yeah. He's waiting for them to hit the route and then come back to it, and it, that's dangerous. Or that's get why wide it's, open. It's like, yeah. listen, wide open in the NFL doesn't happen a whole heck of a lot. I mean, it's just it's not 
Yeah, yeah. I hate to make it so simple as to say it's not you're not throwing to Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave anymore, but it's like you know, like they're, guys just aren't going to be running wide open a whole heck of a lot. It's, no. a, it's it's different, and he's got to recognize that. And you can't hold the ball against this team; you just can't because it's a recipe for disaster. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Join us to talk Bears. We're live in Irving, Texas, with White Claw at Twin Peaks, talking Bears and Cowboys. We'll be right back. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. We are live in Irving, Texas, getting ready for Bears and Cowboys. Tons of Bears fans here at Twin Peaks and Irving. We're drinking White Claw. Let's see. What do we got on the table here? We've got, oh, yes, the mango, which is probably my, it's in my top two. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Oh, and I even, uh, I even have this. I, I'm repping um, my JD, rocking my JD sweatshirt. But you'll notice underneath, we got a little White Claw action. Wow. Yeah, a little White Claw. I was. A White was, Claw t-shirt. I wasn't sure what you were going to flash me My six-pack. Yeah, I was like, wow. Look My two-pack, I didn't even have to buy him a shot, and he was already getting undressed. Getting, I'm getting undressed, yeah. I'll show you, I'll show you the two-pack. I'll show you what White Claw does for yeah. the two-pack. Here we go. Mm. When you're 40, almost 46, yeah, the idea of a... Six pack is pretty much don't out even the, start with me pretty much out now. the window, you know. Almost like no matter what you do, unless you're Zetterman and all you eat are, I don't know what he eats. To be honest, I, I guess like steak seeds, and I don't even know if he eats seeds. I think he eats like steak and oranges, and that's it. Maybe not even oranges. There's probably too much sugar. Um, like blueberries and steak. I think that's the only thing Dan. He eats eggs. Body, so. A lot of eggs. Well, yeah, and eggs. Oh, that's eggs. true. Merck's right. He eats yeah. a lot of eggs. He eats a lot of avocados and like a couple of other things. Good fat. That's the good. But I fat. can't. I can't live like that. You I know like, what I mean? Like I, I, I like, eat healthy. I eat pretty clean. But like once in a while, you got to kind of have to cut yeah. it loose a little bit. You know? Like, yeah. Chips and chips and guac kind of sounds good. You're not. You know? You're like. I, you, I know. You keep looking and I keep eating. I'll stay away. And I asked you if if I. I'll have a few. I'll have a few. Would you eat them? You were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem yeah. is, I'm gonna eat the whole plate of tortilla chips then. Well, you, know? you just said like it's okay to well, every now and then. Yeah. I mean, why? Like, why are you? Why are you being so hard on yourself? I don't know. It's not I, like it, you're 350 pounds. No, I know. I gotta. I, I don't know. I don't know why it is. It's like uh, I've been. I think Danny said like slowly but surely brainwashed me. You know, I think he has. Like, and I get these negative thoughts about no, you're eating too many tortillas. The problem is when I start eating cor- like tortilla yeah. chips, I'll eat 50 of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. 60 of them, and it's yeah. like there's that thing going around on. Uh, it's one of the Instagram or TikTok things where you know they. You go to the, uh, you sit down at a Mexican restaurant, and they bring out like a stack of twenty tortillas, and they're like, "Here!" And you go, "Whoa, I can't eat all those." He goes, "Oh, okay." And they take it back, they chop them up, they throw them in the deep fryer, and then they bring it back out, and you start eating them. And it's like, you just ate twenty tortillas. That's why I try to, you know, if I start that, I'm gonna eat that whole plate. But. Yeah. So you know, we were talking about how many Chicagoans are here. Yes. And the the fact. So many transplants uh, as well. I mean, we we knew that Houston was a big transplant yeah, city. Yeah. But husband went to TCU, which is right down the road a piece. And yeah. in Fort Worth, 
and Beautiful I campus. had never heard of anyone in the Chicagoland area going to, to Fort Worth until I met my husband. Yeah, because Jason's from Chicago. Yes. I mean, he, it is He's kind of, from you the near he, western suburbs. You don't hear that very often, like choosing TCU from back home. You're he right. said that when, well, there's actually a very, I don't know, he might get mad if I tell nah, this story. Tell okay. that anyway. So he went, he went on his college visits and... He had heard about TCU. They were doing a big push. You know, like Alabama was doing a couple of years ago in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the Texas schools were doing a big push in the 80s for Illinois school uh, students. And so his dad took him to SMU. That was where he really he wanted to go to Downtown SMU. Dallas. Yeah. And so he, he went in and he had an interview um, in person back then. And uh, he went in for the interview, and his dad waited out in the lobby, and my husband went in to talk to the admissions director, and she's asking questions, and he's, you know, 17 years old out of Lake Park High School in Roselle, and he's a little nervous and Mm -hmm. got a little gassy. Oh, come on. Really? Got a little gassy. Boy. And then it got a lot gassy. Really? And he couldn't stop. Oh, my God. And he was on a leather couch. And so his stomach was just like. And it just like. And finally, the admissions director looked at him and said. Are you okay? I think we're done here. It's like stepbrothers. So like he's farting in the interview. Like, are you serious? I think we're done here. Oh my he walks God. out of the interview. His dad's like, how'd it go? He goes, dad, I'm going to TCU. <laughs> that is remarkable. It was an omen. Maybe he was meant to go to TCU all along. And then it turns out there's all these Chicago, like he, all of his best buddies are his fraternity brothers from college oh, no at TCU. Kidding. And they're all, almost all of them from the Chicago area. I bet they're excited that they stole Sonny Dykes from SMU to TCU. They got to be excited about that. Football's yes. looking good again. Well, at TCU. having a son at UT Austin, mm. and he's all excited that the Manning family yes. is now going to be on campus for the next three years. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then having a husband who's a, a horned frog. Wow. Next week they meet. They do. And TCU barely escaped Oklahoma State. Uh, Texas lost to Oklahoma Tex- State. Texas lost. So this is Texas's opportunity to hand TCU their first loss of the season. If TCU doesn't get tripped up on the road at West Virginia this week, which they, they shouldn't. They, I, w- I was at the, the Texas-West they, Virginia game. They shouldn't. I think it was 42 to nothing. But, but TCU's played like five straight, like super intense, emotional. Like, yeah. You know, how many weeks in a row can these kids do it? That's why I was fading TCU last week, and it came back to bite me because they, they won and covered. Although it's a little easier when you're, you know, you're facing a third-string quarterback that throws a pick on his first pass. And yeah. That was the case with K-State as they lost Adrian Martinez and uh, Will Howard last week. But, but, you know, it's not easy for, you know, Chicagoans to come to Dallas. No. Sometimes it's a little scary in, in Texas. You don't... Well, it's different, you know, like... Jason's fraternity, my husband, was uh, Phi Kappa Sigma. All right, so... 1985, second semester, he's a pledge, it's midnight, and they're at the University Pub Bar in Fort Worth, and um, two actives, Gumby and Fish, come up, and my husband's nickname was Monk, and and he's with Monk, Tuner, and Skinnerd. What the? Monk, Tuner, and Skinnerd, right? And so they're at the University Pub in Fort Worth, and two actives, Gumby and Fish, come up, and they're like, hey, come on, we're going to go to a party, let's go, you know, you guys are coming with us, and they're like, oh, this is great, second semester, freshman year, you know, he's from, like I said, you know, Roselle, Illinois, and it turned out that, you know, in, did you pledge a fraternity, Carmen? No. Okay, so in fraternity terms, it's called taking them for a walk, 
where it really wasn't it really wasn't a car ride. It wasn't like, hey, come on, we're taking you to a party. We're actually taking you for a walk, which means we're going to take you somewhere, drop you off, and you have to walk home. Oh my god! They took him to Denton, Texas. How far is that? I, I don't know. How far is Denton? How far is Denton? Jake, look at the look on the look Jake's on Jake's like, face. I don't know, but that seems he, far. He did the slow turn when I said that they dropped him off in Denton, Texas, and they really had to walk back. Dropped him off. Do you know how far it is, Jake, off the top of your head? So it's off of I-35. Yeah, not off the top, but it's far. Like, from here, it's to walk? Yeah. No. <laughs> this yeah. is why I don't get the whole fraternity So they know. dropped I mean, him like, off. What on kind of a prank is that? I mean, middle of the night. Oh, my God. On I-35. And so. And he's from Roselle, and, and he's yeah. got to walk back. So Tuner decided he was just going to sleep in the median. So he, That's safe. He laid down in the center of the median. Munkin and, and uh, Skinner flagged down a car Munkin that was heading. Skinner. <laughs> Skinner then jumped on the hood of the car. The guy drove him back to campus. Unbelievable. And it took, like, it was like an hour, I think. Well, I bet you. Here, let's see. I'm going to put it in the map See right how now. far Hold it was. Uh, directions from, from TCU Fort Worth to Denton, to Denton Texas. Texas. Here, I put TCU to Denton is, it's 40 miles. <laughs> It's going to take you all night. It is 40. It's like at the very north end, it looks like, of like the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. You can see it like there's Denton all the way yeah. up north. Straight, yep. eh, a little bit northeast of TCU's campus. Yeah. 43 miles away. Then you get out in like Texas country, it looks oh. like, after that. Oh, he said, no, he said it felt like the they were already in Texas country. Oh, I, bet, was... I bet. Then you're getting close to the Oklahoma border, actually, after that. That's, I'll give you my last. That's hilarious. My last story of TCU, my husband going to college here. He loved it here, by the way. Loved, loved, loved Texas. He still wears cowboy boots to this day. Does he? I don't oh. think I've ever seen him. Maybe oh, I have. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I have, and I've always thought it was weird, and I didn't know because he was at the Texas U. <laughs> I'm like, why does Jason wear cowboy boots? <laughs> always. Like, always. I think I have noticed that. I thought it was odd. So he was at a fraternity party in Dallas, and um, he decided he was that guy. Uh, and this is where if you have young teenagers in the car, you may not want them to hear this, oh, this story. But uh, he decided at the party that he was going to jump off the roof into the pool. Yeah. I've done. I, I'm, I won't lie. I've done it. What? Like, not off a roof, but off a second story balcony. Yeah. And now you look back at my age now and I'm like, what a dope you are. I mean, God forbid. You know all the things that could go wrong? Okay, my husband missed the pool. All right. Are you kidding me? And bounced off the concrete. He's lucky. Into the, into the water. I hit the pool. I mean, geez. No, he, he bounced off. He He's bounced lucky off. he didn't really hurt something. Broke his hip. I was going to say. There broke you go, his yeah. pelvis in four places. Okay, so he did really hurt something. Um, the, he was in the hospital in critical condition. The oh next day, God. his fraternity bro- brothers come in, and they ran in with flowers. And because his nickname was Monk, the flowers had a baby monkey, like stuffed little monkey in it. And the card read, congratulations on your new baby boy. Oh, my God. He stole it from the maternity ward. <laughs> The they stole it from the maternity ward. He broke his, his hip dad his flies to Dallas to get him out of the hospital, take him home because he was going to miss that semester of school because oh, he was in a wheelchair this is a for nightmare. three months. And his dad says, Jason, Dope. Were, were you drunk? And he goes, no, no, dad, dad, I wasn't. He goes, well, my God, tell everyone you were because otherwise I mean, you look like an idiot. You really do. It's like, are you kidding me? 
I'll admit, I've done it. Thank God I didn't break my hip. 312-332-ESPN. Ring us up. We, uh, let's talk. Welcome to Texas. Welcome to Texas. Uh, we got Bears uh, and Cowboys. Bulls are in Texas. Bulls play in San Antonio tonight. And the World Series starts here in Texas tonight. We'll talk about all of it coming up. Plus, Mike North's bonus play at 145. We're live in Irving, Texas with White Claw at the Twin Peaks. If you're in the area, come by and see us. Tons of Bears fans. We'll be back in two minutes.